0: Great. Welcome Hello. to Sorry I'm Booked. I hope everybody had a great holiday because this mean? will come out after the holidays. Oh, that makes sense. Because okay. we're recording before the holidays. So I hope you had a great holiday. Today we're going to be talking about audiobooks that we've listened to and enjoyed. Everybody on
1: board? Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Barely, but yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So who wants to talk about their audiobook?
2: Okay. Um, I always go first. That's great. Because I'm important. No. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I listened to some audiobooks when I used to drive and I had a cassette player mm. I have not listened to an audiobook since
0: mm.
2: however that makes me feel sad my favorite that I think is the, what, very well done is the Harry Potter series as far as the reading to go into it does she
0: does she read does she narrate it J.K. Mm-hmm. Rowling. It's, oh. it's
2: an actor and he's got the he's most good, wonderful Jim, voice ever Jim
1: Page Jim Dale Jim Dale not to be confused. I will tell you.
2: On this is not the assignment. The worst audiobook. Yes. Just terrible. I get very upset with it. Is anyone, whoever's narrating the Cassandra Clare series, which is uh, The Mortal Instruments, the female lead um, is is good. The guy has a <laughs> says, no matter what, they they fought together and died. So and so was very stressed. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, that's not how he would say it. It's just, it's so aggravating. And the other one that's awful is Holes. I don't know who narrated that, but I have tried to do the audio with my class, and I cut it off. I'm like, I'm just going to read it. It's it's terrible. So avoid those two. Read them for real. Nice. <laughs> read them for real. Yeah. Don't, don't audio. read them for real.
1: I have to tell share a story about listening to um, audiobooks on cassette, because back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait, wait.
0: Yes. For those of you who don't know what a cassette is, this is pre CDs. Seriously.
1: Seriously, that's like true. some of
0: our kids don't know. Like this that's is pre CDs. You used to have to take a pencil and like wind the. There's like mm-hmm. little holes in it, and you had to wind the tape because it would mess up in your
2: car. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, come and track. ask us. We'll mm-hmm. tell you. We'll tell you show you. It, yes.
0: Google cassette
2: tape and see the hard times. Mm-hmm. I still have the yellow Walkman that still works. Gorgeous. I
1: love, I love it. it. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is a, this is a funny weeks. story. So I my, my dad was in the hospital in Birmingham for a year. So my, we would travel back and forth from Georgia to Birmingham. And, of course, our first thing we would do was stop at Cracker Barrel before we left to go to and check out a book. Or buy a book, and then you return it. So it's really like checking it out, but renting it. And so one time I was by myself, and I was so into whatever book it was. I have, I mean, this has been 20-something years ago. I don't remember. But I was just listening and driving and listening and driving. I looked up and had no idea where I was. (laughs) You'd just been driving. I had been driving. And cliffs on the side of the road, like... I knew I was not headed in the right direction. <laughs> I had actually made my way to um, Chattanooga, Tennessee. That is I did so the same thing back <laughs> up. Okay, that is nowhere it near was Birmingham. Me too. Well, I was coming from Birmingham <laughs> okay. trying to go back to Dallas, Georgia.
3: Gosh, that's so I also <laughs> wound going. up in I Chattanooga, know, Tennessee. Have, the because because same thing. Audiobook? Because of an audiobook? Because of an And it was
2: specifically, and I was terrified because I was it, at it. A, was a very frightening You're in the mountains, and yes. I don't know what all loads lead to Chattanooga is the <laughs> bottom line. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Mm-hmm. I do find myself, if I'm like listening to a good podcast or a good story or something like that, that I'll be like, oh, I hit the light, no big deal, because I just need a few more minutes in the car, you know? That's
4: funny. Half of the time when I read, half of the books that I read are audiobooks. My husband and I have been members of Audible. Now I know that there's Libro FM, which is a way that you can support um, small. Bookstores and get audiobooks that way. You can get audiobooks through your library, through different ways, different RB Digital. formats. RB Digital. RB mm-hmm. Digital, um, my Overcast, you can listen to them. But we have a membership to Audible, and we get two books per month. So I listen to a lot of audiobooks, and I love them. We have Audible, too. We have... And my husband uses it s-
3: a lot. Mm-hmm. We
4: have 607 books in our library, because wow. we've had a membership for... 17 and a half years. Gotcha. So, and then we'll buy them when they're on sale and things that come up. But I wanted to talk about some that I've listened to recently that I really enjoyed. So, um, I have listened to, all right, I listened to The Dutch House by Ann Patchett and it was narrated by Tom Hanks and mm. it was. I bet that's really it good. Was very it's very good. Hanks. It is. It is considered historical realistic fiction. It's kind of, all right, but it's good. It's not like (laughs) historic. It's considered historical because it takes place in the past. And like anything that doesn't take place, I mean, it was mostly between like the 50s and the 90s. But it's not like, to me, it's not like recalling George Washington and Mm -hmm. the Revolutionary War. It's just talking about, you know, (laughs) something that happened in the past. But it's the story of a brother and a sister, mostly. It kind of has a little bit of a tent of some fairy tale esque kind of qualities to the story. Um, But I thought that it was really good. It was just a good story. It's set um, in the Northeast. Um, Some of the story takes place in New York, but it's called The Dutch House, and I really like that. I also recently, I just listened to Conviction by Nanise Mina. Which is, um, I thought it was funny because as I was listening to it and I knew that I was going to talk about it on the podcast, I find it funny because the main character in that book listens to podcasts. Oh, that's so funny. And it's actually part of what goes on in the story that she listens to this podcast and she's trying to solve a crime that happened in a true crime podcast. This sounds and she has like
0: my dream.
4: It, yeah, and it was very funny and very interesting. What was the name of it again? Conviction. Okay, which, I'm going
0: to have to... Should I read it or should I audiobooks
4: it? I think that you could do either. I listened to it because we had an Audible credit and I knew that I wanted to do different stuff because that's why I love Audible books. Audiobooks is because I can do all the things, all my other hobbies, which are you know crocheting, knitting, mm-hmm. or any um, like chores, I can do those while I'm still listening to a book. I can eye up my time that I listen to books most of the time to 1.25 times instead of just at one point, just at one speed. Because some narrators read like this, and they get every word. And when I read in my head, I don't read that slow, so I bump it up the speed. Um, Another book that I wanted to talk about, which I actually read, was Daisy Jones and the Six. Mm -hmm. I read it. But I've also listened to most of it. And Daisy Jones and the Six by uh, Tara Jenkins Reed. She and it is the story of a band and it's written like an oral history. And so if you read it, it's written like a long form interview that you would read, like in Rolling Stone, about this band, Uh Daisy Jones and the Six. And it goes through the different parts of their how they became a band and the band history and but it's the not troubles. A real band. It's not a real band. But by the time when I finished the book, I thought it was a real band. I mean, like, I wanted that's to so listen funny. to their music. Yeah. I wanted to know what did the song sound like, what went on with it. And the audio book, they had different actors record the different voices.
0: Oh, and so cool. when you're
4: listening to it, it sounds, it's very much like listening to, to me. An it interview. was it's like an interview and uh that kind an of interview like yours,
0: Kim,
4: where you where they mm-hmm. had all the
0: different people come in
4: It was an interview, and it was also um like you know documentary kind of style, and so I really liked it. It was a very good book it was that sounds interesting. it was exciting, and it's also considered historical fiction because the band took place. <laughs> The 70s, but, uh, but it was <laughs> but it wasn't real band or no. No, it's an entirely made-up band, but it's so good that at the end you just believe that this was a real band and that they really wrote these songs and that these people really existed. And but it's, it's so a very fun. interesting
0: I find book. it like okay, this is mm-hmm. real dorky, but I find it interesting that somebody one day was like, you know what I'm gonna write a book about? A fictional band, and I'm going to make it into an interview. You know they were just, want, like, reading Rolling Stones, and they were like, I could do this
4: better, you know? Right. <laughs> I find so, that
0: so interesting. Like, where did that idea even come from?
4: And it's very interesting because it's not like, I've read other books by this author, and this is definitely different from other books that she's ever written. That's so cool.
1: hmm
0: the book that I picked is called Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. Have you guys ever I listened to it? Oh, no. will she narrate it? She
2: narrates. Oh,
1: that'd be funny. Um,
0: okay, so this book came out I think in 2011, and at that time I was living in Los Angeles, and it was like all the rage. Everybody was talking about it, so I wanted to sound mm-hmm, I wanted to sound like I knew what I was talking about when people were talking about it. So I was like, I'll just listen to it. Plus, I had a long commute, so <laughs> um, so I just listened to that one. It is, it's a really good book. You know, Tina Fey is hilarious. Yes. And she, uh, she narrates it, but even if I had been reading it, I think I would have heard her voice Sure. in it. Uh, she just writes like she talks. It's, it's a really like heartwarming story. It's an empowering story because she tells about her childhood and her career, and, and it's just all intertwined with how funny she is. So in it, she gives like really good advice. Uh, this is one of the quotes from it. If you retain nothing else, always remember the most important rule of beauty, which is, who cares? Amen. <laughs> I love it. Or she has uh, like little humorous anecdotes where she says, "My ability to turn a good to turn good news into anxiety is rivaled only by my ability to turn anxiety into chin acne." <laughs> and I was like, "You're so funny." So everything about it is is just funny and heartwarming and empowering, and it's like, go ladies, stick up for each other, and like, it's really really a good a good. Yeah,
2: lesson. I I love. Tina Fey. She's so funny. And I
0: don't feel like you have to be, like, I hadn't watched 30 Rock when mm-hmm. I listened to that. So, like, I was a fan from Saturday Night Live, right. but, like, I don't feel like you have to be, like, hardcore Tina Fey
2: to enjoy it. It's really I love, um, I was just talking about Mean Girls recently, mm-hmm. and so many of our kids haven't watched mm-hmm. it. And that's, an, that's a staple. Yeah, so, good. so good. So good. The scene with the principal. He says, "We will keep you here all night until this is problem. We can't keep him past three thirty. We will keep you here until three <laughs> It's so good. That's that such is a good funny, movie. and that reminds me of the the video you sent me of Key and Peele last night. Oh, y'all, this is off the record. I have to show it to you. It's a Harry Potter thing, and it is. It was. I was in tears. My Do you guys know who Key and Peele are? No. Okay, we'll have to pause and come back to it because it's it's so funny. So funny. We'll um, I love them. I have a thing of, for Key anyway. He reminds me of this. I just, I think I find him adorable. Everything,
0: they, everything they do is hilarious.
1: And they're, they're super funny. stuff. hmm. Okay, anyway. Oh, um, it's your turn. All right, I'll go. Good. Mm. <laughs> as, as I chomp on my food, I will talk about Chomp, which is my book. How perfect. That's right. So I probably have listened to a few other audiobooks since Chomp because this has been a while back when I listened to this. But. Audio is not my favorite right. modality. Just I prefer to have it in my hands and make my own. I don't know, just hear my own voice reading it or whatever, or make right. my own character voices up. But Rebecca loves herself. I, <laughs> do. I do. I do. No. Um. So Chomp is. It's a. It's a book. It's a um kind of a YA. I guess it's for middle school kids because it might. This might upset younger readers, because little, little readers, because it's really about. Middle school. The world's not really perfect. There's a one of the main characters. Her dad is not nice. He's an alcoholic, and he hits the girl in the eye. But it's the story of how the both of these two main characters come to realize, yeah, the world's not perfect, but they're still good in the world. And it's kind of funny, sarcastic. It was cute. Yeah, I listened to it with my kids actually on the way to to vacation, and it had just come out at that time. So how old were they? They were Were probably. Middle school No. They were younger. Oh, okay. But but it was okay for them. But I would say some kid, you know, because yeah. we, we talked about it.
0: I'm I feel like we have that. You know. Do we have that book over there? It you should. Like, the middle school?
1: Carl, he- how do you say it, Heisen? I don't
2: know. Oh, he, did, he did
1: all yeah. this, like what, flush, oh, yeah. scat, hoot, all mm-hmm. of those. I think
2: we have that. I think, I think, yeah. I think there's a thing there. He's not going to go mm-hmm. past a syllable, is he? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's making, what, what are those mm-hmm. words that are
0: sounds? Onomatopoeia? So, yeah. Is that or not? Scat, hoot. Chomp.
2: It is. Ooh, well, it ooh. could be. Mm-hmm. I don't know how chomp mm-hmm. could do it.
0: Chomp is a sound, but a word. it works. Is it? Sort of. Okay. Oh, yeah, because somebody <laughs>
1: gets, somebody actually gets bitten by a pet <laughs> alligator in it, and that's what the name comes from.
0: Oh! Who has a pet alligator?
1: Style? Well, you have to
3: read the book to see. Oh, look at you. There, um, it's the ones that get flushed down the toilet you have to
1: bring mm-hmm. it. I don't um, want to worry about it. I again. would not flush a sweet little alligator.
3: Sweet little I really
1: alligator. hate alligators. We like the my worst. The, my
2: class knows that I have an a, a irrational
1: fear. Of it's not irrational fear. We are gator haters. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they really <laughs> just like
2: when someone is on a Ferris wheel. If they're afraid of heights, they they think that they're going to lean forward and come out the bottom. They're like, don't lean. F-, you know, they're thinking that. I am like, don't jump on the alligator. It's like my, I gravitate toward them at the same time as wanting to get away. Little known fact. Yeah, they're
1: terrifying. I actually paddleboarded with alligators that I actually could see. Like, we knew mm-hmm, they were there. Mm-hmm. I got on a paddleboard. You're the brightest person I know. But I anytime, know. anytime my husband says, you're not, you know, you're being a chicken, I'm like, I paddleboarded with alligators. She's like, well, you do have that.
2: That's like hilarious. the Like, you don't have, board, like, walls around you. No, just a paddleboard. Just, say paddleboard. Terrible. just like, um, yeah. Terrible. Yeah, see, we used to canoe in the Okeefenokee and oh, my oh dad my. used to think it was funny to scare me to death about this. But...
0: You do realize that they're like leftover dinosaurs,
2: right? Yeah. Like you shouldn't be well, paddling with them. And they're making their them. way.
3: They're really fast. Yeah.
2: Over here. They're terrifying. They really, really are. People think that we're awful human beings right now. We're like, no, nope, we're not eating lunch with y'all. We're eating lunch in our little room. Yeah. You're just going to have to have faith that we're not horrible. Because we, listeners, we are. We appear to be like the worst kinds of snobs mm-hmm. right now. Hey, Mary, there's candlelets. There's pe- there's uh, napkins and, you know, the thing you put on the table. Table, it was, cloth. it's it's table cloths. Table and we are—we just played a small we game. We shut of the door on pitching. them. <laughs> yeah, we, we left everybody
0: else and out there by
2: themselves yeah. while they're having. Well, y'all have been in around people. You socialize. I have not. I'm like, oh, bye. I don't. Sorry, okay. I know me. you and in here. When you meet me, the first thing you think is snob. So no, you guys don't so realize that true. the listeners. That's yeah, now I'm being so sarcastic. Funny. I beg for friends. Please be my friend.
3: <laughs> please, please. <laughs> I, feel, I feel good about that. Okay, Kim, go Okay, so big surprise. Mine's got something to do with Harry Potter. Oh, Kim's favorite. <laughs> um, it anyhow, it's Harry Potter, A History of Magic, and it's narrated by Natalie Dormer. Um, it basically goes along with this big exhibition they did for the anniversary of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. But the exhibition just included, you know, the original drawings of the characters and the original work lists that she made and how a character should be or sound or look like or anything like that. But you get to meet the artist that drew the first Hogwarts Express. You get oh, to wow. listen to Jim, whoever his name was, because I just forgot it now. Jim Davis. <laughs> Thank you, J- Jim, Jim Davis. It's really good. Who The man has won like, awards for the narration of this book. But he talks about how, in book one, there may be 135 different voices Mm -hmm. that you need to, you know... But then in book two, well, these ten are out, but there's another 50 in. Mm-hmm. So there's like 300 in this one and 400 in that one.
2: <laughs> and if it weren't for him, <coughs> none of us would know how to spell it, say, Hermione. Right. I mean, Hermione. if it were not. Can mm-hmm. I
0: please tell you a funny story about that? Yeah. So when I, Jim Dale. That's his it name, is Jim Dale. Dale. Thank you. Um <laughs> I Googled it. So funny story about Hermione. My sister, before she read any of this, I had already read whatever mm-hmm. had, was out up until that mm-hmm. point. And I want to say it was like book two or three. It was pretty early on in the series. And she walks in and she was like, I was listening to the radio and Hermione died. And I was like, well, I know that you're wrong because nobody says Hermione. <laughs> 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 oh, that was my favorite. But then she read him, and she was like, I'm sorry I did that to you.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. That's funny. I'm it glad is. she made it. Yeah. I think the thing that I liked most about was hearing how J.K. Rowling was turned down by publisher mm-hmm. after publisher after publisher. Crazy. And finally, this guy says, Okay, I'm gonna give it to the toughest publisher or, or toughest critic I know and handed it to his eight-year-old daughter. And she was said, That's the best thing I've ever read. When's the next part coming out? When can I get the next part? And he said, I knew then that for that age group, look I've got goosebumps all over. Like That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I knew for that age group. We were on it. So when it came to the US and our good old Scholastic picked it up, the very first run was like, you know, 50,000 books. And by the time you get to the Half Blood Prints, they printed 30 million and then had to go back and print another 12 million just to keep up with pre orders. That's not even counting. And yes, I was that loony person that was there at midnight to get the book. I also was. And this is all because I picked up one of them to make sure it was okay for my daughter to read, who was, I guess, fifth grade at the yeah. time, maybe. So, but it's a really interesting listen. You get to hear all the different voices because she's narrating, but you get to hear the from the illustrator, and you get to hear from Jim Dale, and you get to hear from That's really cool. the people that created the lessons for alchemy and all that kind of stuff. So it's, alchemy. it's really easy. I um to listen to I
0: didn't even tell you that I started Locke and I started Harry Potter. We've made Mm. it through six pages in like three nights. Because he takes forever. Go ahead. That's okay, I can
2: edit it out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna say I feel really guilty. I'm gonna speak to because I think that my admins can get mad at me if I don't speak to them. Okay. So we can shut it down. uh, No, I don't hate to do that. Oh no, we're fine. I mean everybody went. Oh,
0: Elizabeth isn't here. Mm -hmm. She's not feeling well. Um, and so hopefully she'll be back
2: soon. I would like to say what to avoid is just as important, too, as recommendation. Absolutely. Avoid the audio of Cassandra Clare, unless you just want to have the Siri read it to you. That's fine. She does a great job. (laughs) You're a nut.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you want to get in on the topic next week, we're going to be talking about young adult books that we like. Go ahead and send us your favorites, and we'll talk about them. You can email us at sorryimbooked at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on social media. Uh, if you like the shirts that we posted from last week, oh. you can check out Megan's <laughs> website and send her an order if you want to get a shirt like ours um, for the podcast. Make sure that you rate, review, subscribe. If just our friends and family were going to do this, it would be really, really helpful. So like, mm-hmm. let's try to get our friends and family to... Uh, give us reviews and whatnot Mm -hmm. so every comment matters Mm -hmm. so okay thanks you guys thank you thanks bye happy new year